Welcome to the Wild Minute with Troy. We are back in the United States. Yeah, that's right. We made it back late last night in the wee hours of the night after the Minnesota Wild lost disappointingly to the Winnipeg Jets 4-2 in a matinee. But due to the freezing rain, ironically, we flew out of Canada. Uh, Average about 80 miles an hour or whatever that converts to kilometers. Uh, that's a whole nother story. Sailed right through the border. The U.S. agents had a few questions for us, and uh, we were on our way. But by the time we got to the final leg of the trip, uh, as we headed into the Twin City 7 County area, that's when we put our skates on and the expedition sailed all over I-94. We finally pulled in, like I said, early this morning. Um, So anyhow, we'll have more on that probably on our uh, weekly lengthier pod when Jeff joins me. We'll talk more about the trip to Winnipeg. Anyhow, quick turnaround, home and home. Wild, as I said, disappointingly lose 4-2. to And the reason why that's disappointing is two things. I sat pretty much on the ice, had really good seats, could see literally several, just a handful of feet from the players when they'd come into the, the corner where the Wilds shot in both the first and third period. So unfortunately, I was about 12 feet from when Dylan cross-checked uh, Kaprizov twice in the lower back, and Kaprizov's face was right up against the glass, and the amount of pain he was in on that second blow right on his lower back uh, was unbearable to see, let alone watch him skate off the ice. He did come back, try to do a shift, then he went to the back room, and we never saw him again. Well, not surprisingly, the Wild called up Nick Patan from Iowa, and uh, he came up late last night to St. Paul, and he'll be in the lineup today, and Kirill will not be. Now, that's all we know uh, right now. I don't expect we will hear anything until probably after the game because this is another 1 o'clock game. So we probably won't know much until during the game or after. So that's something to watch. That's disappointing. The other disappointing thing is the Gus bus left the game. He got hurt. So Flower came in, finished the game. I think he gave up one goal. That was his 999th game. He will play and start his 1,000th game of his NHL career, becoming the fourth player to ever do that. He will do that today at 109 when they drop the puck at XL Energy Center for their second half of the back-to-back against the Winnipeg Jets. Biggest disappointment in yesterday's game, not the effort. I'm not in the game of trying to judge which players are trying and which are not because, honestly, none of us know. But the energy wasn't there. So I'm not questioning effort, but you could see clearly yesterday they were skating slowly. There wasn't much interaction. Uh, yes, they you know after falling down three to zero, they they scored a quick goal in the first minute of the third period to come within three two, and it looked like all right here they go. But at the end of the day, uh, they didn't score again, and uh, they had some leaky leaky plays on defense, and they ended up losing four to two. So the other thing then, of course, the Wild. Uh, called up McIntyre from Des Moines. Um, Jesper Wallstedt is hurt, so they probably wouldn't have called him up anyways, but they called up McIntyre to be Flowers' backup today. It'll be interesting to see what the lines will look like now that Kirill won't be playing. I have a hard time believing you're going to put Patan up on the top line with Boldy and Eck, but we'll see what they do. It's going to be an interesting blender to watch how this plays out. I went into the home and home saying, daring to dream, saying if they'd get four points, they'd move themselves right into the talk of uh, being on just on the outside looking into the top three in their division. They didn't. They lost two Winnipeg game two, so suddenly that eight-point gap is a ten-point gap. Wild got to focus on answering that win or answering that loss 
with a win today against a physical Winnipeg team. I expect there to be more retribution for Dylan to pay to play to pay. Uh, Jake Middleton dropped the gloves with him in the third period because of that hit with Kirill uh, yesterday. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Felino, Maroon, or someone else has something to say at the right time of this game. But the bottom line is the Wild. Uh, yes, they lost two games once under Hines. So they won four when Hines got here. Then they lost two. Then they won three. Then they lost one. Then they won four. Now they lost yesterday. Wild need to do everything they can to win this game and ideally win it cleanly. So Winnipeg doesn't get out of here with a point. But it's going to be interesting to see how this team responds to a little more adversity. Yes, they've been fighting other injuries with Spurgey gone for a while, and he made his debut yesterday and <laughs> kicked in a goal, actually, uh, just minutes into the game. Um, but, of course, Brodeen's out with that broken finger. Uh, Zuccarello's out. Hartman was out for a while. Hartman, by the way, scored his fourth goal in four games yesterday. He's back. But now their captain, uh, Kirill Kaprizov, is on the shelf. Hopefully it's just a day-to-day thing. We'll find out more, and we'll break it down later tonight after the game, which is what we do here at the Wild Minute with Troy, so make sure you stop by again later today. Follow me on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. You know where to find me. I'm right here. Wild Minute with Troy. We'll talk to you. 